Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. As, as I just told you, is slowly shitting the bed to where the USB-C ports work every other time, which, you know, makes perfect sense for a $3,000 computer after less than 24 months. Why wouldn't it give the fuck out? But this, yeah, yeah this is my buddy who is going by can't sleep. I I was I was racking my brain this morning about how exactly when did I first quote unquote meet you, and the furthest thing back I could remember was the podcast started December twenty nineteen. I think I first messaged you on Instagram in like fall twenty seventeen. Uh, it was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. Was, and, yeah. yeah, and I remember I just started graphic design, and I think there was like a, I saw like a post of you up there, and it was basically just kind of like you know, fuck the haters, but not in like the not in like a traditional kind of bitchy sense. It was like you actually made your killing. And you're like, man, I do what I do, and part of me just, I just remember I think I just got dumped by my girlfriend living above my parents' garage, and I just messaged you and I was like, how do I get what you have? I think that was it. And you were just like, something like that's a broad question. And we started chatting back and forth. And after about a year, I remember it was right around my grandma's funeral. I gave you my number and you text, you and I texted and we just kind of became buddies back and forth. But yeah, it ha- has been so long now that I really don't even really remember. It just kind of... Oh, it was a long time ago. And I don't even use Instagram hardly ever. Yeah, so was, I don't even know when it was, but it was a long time ago. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, man. It was kind of like Inception when they're at like the cafe and he's like, you know, what's the one thing about a dream is you never remember how you get here. And she's like, well, yeah. we were just, I was just thinking this morning, I was like, how the fuck do I know him? <laughs> is it this weird? Yeah. But I've been running my stupid math for two minutes. Introduce yourself, man. Uh, well, I'm just, a, I'm just a day trader. That's all I do is I day trade for a living. The reason I message you back on Instagram is because I try to message everybody back. I know like a lot of people, you know, they, they have Instagram or whatever. They don't respond to people. And like when, when someone messages me, I try to respond to every message, right? I get a lot. I have like, I got so much social media shit going on now, you know, cause I, I messaged you when I first started Reddit. Cause I knew you knew about Reddit and stuff. Yeah. I didn't know anything about it. So, and then that kind of grew. And then I've got my Instagram and I've got YouTube kind of, so I talk to a lot of people in a lot of different places. I get a lot of messages I got like a discord going on. So I have like, quite a few members in there. So I really try my best to, to message everybody back because I remember when I was first starting to do things or even when you reach out to people on the internet, it's like a lot of people just ignore you, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm not going to ignore anybody. I, I, um, I believe in the golden rule, right? What goes around comes around. So I really try to talk to anybody if they need help or if they just want to talk, you know, it doesn't matter to me, but if I have the time as the only thing now that it's kind of getting a little bit more, um, I've got a little bit more going on. I don't have as much time to really talk to people, but I feel like, uh, like when you messaged me, it was pretty cool. You know, I just felt you're a genuine guy. I looked through your stuff. You had this big story. You know what I mean? You yeah. told me, you showed me your website. You had your whole life story on yeah. there and it was pretty cool, man. I thought, man, this guy's pretty cool. He has, he's a genuine dude. So I decided to talk to you and we kept talking and it was, yeah, yeah, it was cool. So, yeah. uh, I day trade for a living. That's what I do. Um, I started about eight years ago. Uh, it was a long, hard road. It still is hard. I mean, it's not, you know, a lot of what you see about day trading um, online and they, they really market it like it's it's so easy, right? That's what kind of got me into it. I was in the construction field. I used to work in oil refineries. And what we do is we do these things called turnarounds. And what they do is, you know, you work away from home, you leave, you go on these projects that last like anywhere from a couple of weeks to a couple of months. The longest one I was on was like a year and a half. And, uh, you're always away from home, it seems like, and you work long hours, usually 13 to 16 hour days. My regular shift was 13 hours a day, seven days a week. Like you get one day off every 14th day and some jobs you don't get days off, right? That's like a newer thing. Back when I started, they didn't used to give you days off, right? It was just fucking go, go, go. Now that the safety stuff is kind of come into play, you get, so you get days off every once in a while, but man, so, I just got tired of that living, uh, that type of life. My friend, he had messaged me and said, 
or we were talking, it was like my very best friend. We've been friends since I was like four years old. And he was telling me about these guys that were day trading. And I was like, dude, that's fucking bullshit, man. Like, there's no way these guys are making all this money. And he just made it seem like it was so easy. And I, I, this guy had been like, you know, my friend had been kind of like, you know, I don't want to say scammed, but I mean, a couple of times he'd went with or joined these kind of business ventures and they didn't work out right. And so I was kind of skeptical myself. So I didn't say anything to him. I just kind of, blew it off. But while he was talking, I kind of got the guy's name and I went ahead and looked him up online myself. And I thought, damn, man, this is real shit. Like this guy seemed pretty legitimate. So he was offering some course for like $2,500. I was like, man, I'll just take the course. Fuck it. I usually don't spend money on that kind of stuff. I always advocate spending money on education. I, I think yeah. that's the one thing I don't buy a lot of fancy things. I don't believe in driving a bunch of fancy cars and all this stuff. I just I will spend money on education because I believe knowledge is power and Hell yeah. who knows what you're going to learn. Right. Yeah. I mean, you never know. So I went ahead and gave it a chance and, uh, it, it, they market it like it's so easy, right? Like it's like, Oh, you just trade these things and you're make so much money, but it's not like that at all. It's not even close. So I ended up taking this course for a couple months and, um, I had to go back to work. I had another project to go on. And my whole goal was to like, my whole goal initially was to pay off my house go back to work, save up enough to pay my house off and then get off that job and start trading full time. So I'd already done a few months of trading. And then, um, I went on that job for about a year and a half. I kind of studied it. You know what I mean? Studied a little bit here and there when you can, you're, you're like, I was working out every day. I was waking up at like three in the morning, going to work out, then coming back home, showering, and then go straight to work. I worked like 13 hours, get off work and pretty much just like fuck eat, sleep. And that was all I was doing. And so didn't have much time. Uh, we did have some days off. So I'd study when I could. And then I finally decided to, uh, after that job ended, it was such a long job. I saved up a good amount. You know, you make good money in the oil field and I paid my house off, saved up a good chunk, like a good cushion to kind of live off of for a while and started trading. And, uh, man, within a couple of weeks I made like 20 grand and then, and then I lost it all. Then I realized, Oh, hold up a second, man. Oh, this shit ain't easy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then, and so then I really started putting the time in to, um, instead of, you know, instead of working, I do this as like a full-time job, wake up every day, study. And like, I mean, I would trade the entire day, the market, the whole day. I'd sit there and watch these stocks, watch these charts. And I got like a stack of books over here that I've filled from front to back full of information, ideas, you know, I just, that's all I do. And, um, it took me years, man. It took me years yeah. to really become consistent, like three or four years at least. And like, I didn't think, you know, with all the knowledge and these people teaching you, it's not so much that, um, it's that it doesn't work or that, that what they're teaching you isn't real. It just, fuck, it takes such a long time to grasp. There's so much knowledge and information, so many different scenarios. And then the biggest problem is your mental game, right? It's just like anything. I, I compare trading to fighting a lot. Um, I feel like uh, like when you're even fighting or any type of professional sport, anything that you're responsible for your own actions and that's how you earn a living, there's a lot that goes into it mentally. You know, like when you see a fighter who's on top of the world and all of a sudden he loses yeah. and it's like the guy never comes back, right? It's yeah. like, it's the same thing with trading. You can be doing very good for a long period of time and then you hit a couple losses or hit a few losses for a few days or weeks and man, some people just don't come back, right? That's like my friend, he didn't come back, right? He doesn't do it anymore. So it's a very, very tough game, tough mentally. And that's what takes so long about trading is to learn the mental aspect of it, right? Yeah. I remember you telling me that one time, uh, you and I were talking back and forth and, and I was telling, I forget what it was, but I was like, dude, I, you know, I, I'm just like, I was like, I'm just so fucking sick of it, dude. It was like year three of living at home. Mm -hmm. And I was like, dude, I just, I'm broken. I remember you were like, hey man, you're like, when I like, when I lose money, when I have a net loss on a day, you're like, I get it. You're like, I feel like I want to go blow my fucking brains out. You're like, it's the yeah, worst yeah. feeling in the world. And that used to kind of, but it was your, I remember you telling me that I vividly remember laying in like the guest room of like my grandmother's house, like during like the weekend of her funeral service. And I remember you telling me, and I, I had told you that I had lost a brother to suicide. And I remember, I remember I told, I was like, dude, I'm so, I was like, I'm so fucking sick of this, dude. I just want to blow my brains out. And I remember it, it wasn't lacking empathy, but it was more so just kind of a cold calculated. You were like, well, before you do that, you were like, take a massive risk. You were like, go out there and go for it. You weren't saying like, you know, go rob a bank. You were like, you were like, just go for it. Like fucking yeah. 
max it out and go for it. And granted, it was another two years, man, but it was also your story. I remember you telling me, about, we'll have to get to that in a second, but I remember you telling me about your backstory and how much you were working and you were like, it was just like, you just grind and grind and grind and you were like the entire time you're putting a little bit away from construction and you finally get this pad. It's almost like you're sewing a parachute on a plane and you can yeah. sew a little bit and then you got to fly the plane, sew a little bit and after, you know, two years of flying the plane, you finally got a parachute and then you can just jump ship and let that thing go hit a mountain. And yeah, sure. I remember when I started the podcast, December 12th, 2019, was kind of doing fun with it, was in graphic design school. Then last summer, I, I got a job at a, at a liquor store and I hated it so much, but it was never like, well, when I'm finished with the liquor store, I can do this. It was wake up, go to the gym, go to the liquor store, come home. And I was like, I know I got an hour in me to do a podcast before I just crash. Yeah. And you just kind of... You try to squeak them out. You get two days off. I would do three a day. So I have six. So I can release one yeah, a day. And it was just right. go, yeah, yeah. go, go. Yeah. And I was, I just remember trying to like channel the hatred of my life. Because I was like, it was like one day I finally kind of broke. It was maybe like July of last year. I was like tired. I was just fucking feeling like a fat ass, like gut hanging over my shirt with my liquor store shirt on and, you know, my boss being like, tuck in your shirt. And I, as I'm I'm 30 and I'm IDing kids a decade younger than me and I'm, I'm putting Corona cases into the freezer and I'm freezing my ass off. And I was like, what am I doing with my fucking life? And that was the day that I went home that day and I made an episode. I think it was 151. And it was just called Podcast Pitch for Investors. And I was like, I told them the story that I remember telling you. I was like, in college, I worked at a bar and I got good grades. And then I quit, yeah. the, I quit the bar. I got a loan. So I, then I got perfect grades. And then I got into medical school. Right now, I'm living at home working at a liquor store. If somebody gives me money for an apartment, I can do podcasts all the time. And I took that and I... A month later, some dude reached out to me and was like, I think your podcast is badass. I was like, thanks, man. And he's like, you're thinking for, you're looking for investors? I was like, motherfucker. And now, a month ago, I moved out of my parents' house. I'm in my own place, paid for by the podcast. But the point of all of that is, everyone on this podcast has heard that story before. It was rooted in my relationship with you. You <clears throat> just had this... You were like, don't, yeah, don't go out and rob a bank. Don't go burn down a school. But you were like, go for it, man. If you feel like you're at the end of your rope, just fucking sure. wing it. And I mean, this is the, the way I look at it, dude. Like, I don't want to interrupt you, but yeah, I no, 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 no. But the thing is, um, so that was my whole mentality behind all of this, even starting this, right? I felt like giving up on this shit a fuck a million times, dude. I mean, it gets hard. It's still hard, yeah. even sometimes for me. Like, I'll take losses for. Uh, maybe not like a, I don't usually lose on the week, but I will take losses a few days in a row. And then I just have a system that's built up to kind of protect myself from emotions. But like, and I don't ever try to be cold or calculated. And some people kind of think that I may be an asshole sometimes. I never am. That's never my intention. I'm just pretty much straight to the point, right? Like I know life is hard. There's no point in beating around the bush and telling people all this, you know, uh, like it's going to be easy. Don't worry. You know, I can, you know, go cuddle your teddy bear or whatever. It's more like, you know, you, the, the way I looked at it is like, I have dealt with like a lot of thoughts of like suicide in myself in, in, in my life, a lot of different times. Um, a lot of times my life has been very hard, I believe. And I've thought about that. Right. And then it was just more like, I thought, okay, look, man, you can give up right now. Like I believe a lot of people do and I, they give up and they do that. They pull the trigger or something. Right. But what would it Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease happened if you would have just said fuck it man like i'm not gonna pull the trigger instead of this i have nothing to lose then because if yes. i'm gone i have nothing to lose anymore right i mean you, my whole life is pretty much just fuck whatever after that right if i pull the trigger i'm gone there is no second chances but if i just sit here and live like live like you know like like give my whole my my all then what's the difference between pulling the trigger you have nothing to lose anymore yeah. right so yeah. 
So go for it, you know, and that's what I always advocate. I tell people all the time, you know, I, I believe like school is definitely a good thing and education is a good thing. But um, a lot of people, they, they don't they don't end up following, I don't believe their dreams, right? Like I don't believe people live their dreams. I believe they they go to school and they kind of figure out like, okay, well, I can do this for a living. I can do that. But it's probably like if they were to give be given a chance, um, like what do you actually want to do with your life, right? Like you're doing a podcast now and sometimes it takes trying a few different things like i've tried to fucking start a clothing company i've tried to make music before in the past like it's sometimes it takes trying new things and failing at those things just to realize that they weren't for you right or maybe down the road they are but that's what i believe i believe instead of actually pulling the trigger go ahead and go all out with your life man i mean try it first because you fuck if you try and you try and you try it's gonna work out in the end your that path is gonna lead you to new things Right. So like there's a book called like the obstacle is the way it's a pretty oh, yeah. good book. But that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I kind of believe, you know, it's like Still instead of just going the opposite way, this, this will lead you into something like me starting trading has got me into more like social media. Now I'm starting to learn like video editing and how to film and things like that. Right. Like it's, there's so many things that I've learned on this road that I would have never, ever even ever accomplished or ever even got close to trying like had i just worked in the oil field like i give up like two hundred thousand three hundred thousand dollar a year career i was at the like climbing the ladder um i started off as like a helper i worked my way up to like a like a pipe fitter then i went to like a foreman then a general foreman like i was almost to the superintendent level i could be making a lot of money i gave up on all of that to try something to change my life in a way that i felt in the future would benefit me more, I would enjoy more in the future, right? Like it's more like a long-term investment. It may take 10 years, but after 10 years, are you gonna be happier doing this or are you gonna be happier working in the refinery? Because if you if you just work in the refinery for 10 years, you're probably still there after 10 years. And like, like my uncle's like 65, still working there, right? So to me, I would rather try something new and then let that lead to wherever I'm supposed to be, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. That's just my view on things. No, it, it it's it's absolutely yeah, and it's kind of this whole it's like if you're gonna pull the trigger, it's like go for it. Max out yeah. a credit card, take a loan, try to start a business. Gosh, who the fuck knows what's gonna happen? Yeah, don't hurt anybody, but go all out and then if it doesn't work, yeah, you can still pull the trigger. Like not tr- tr- exactly. tr- not exactly. trying to make light of it. But yeah, not trying yeah, to make light I mean, of it, but like I'd also try not to like, you know, if you're actually serious about something, like a lot of people I believe they see something or they see someone like on the internet and think, man, that's a fucking awesome life, man. I'd love to do that. But it's like this fear inside of them, like I could never do that. I could never be yeah. I could never be like that person. But fuck that, man. I mean, you can be anything you want to be. Yeah. yeah. You put the effort in. Yeah. Like yeah. some people do get it easy. Some people they just fuck they try something and all of a sudden they blow up. But some people have to struggle. But I feel yeah. like the people that struggle usually end up doing a lot better and knowing a lot more in the end, right? I mean Yeah. And struggling I'm not trying to keep going and babbling on. No, go, dude, go. Everyone's sick of my voice on this podcast. They've heard my voice enough. Go for it. So what I think is like um, struggling a lot of times, I believe that like when you're struggling, um, I believe we we see a lot of people, right, that are just famous or something. And we think, oh, this guy just made it so easy or whatever. But when you look into their backstories, right, a lot of times they had like a very rough time to get there as well. You know, it's not so easy. And I think just a lot of people, they just give up easy, right? They'll start something and then they're like, oh, fuck this, man. But it's like, they don't realize that everybody else, you know, or not everybody, but most of the people had to grind to get there. And it usually takes time, right? Like anything worth building is not going to just happen overnight, right? It's going it, to, that's the hardest part of all of this is just sticking through it and staying the course, right? And that's, that's just what I believe. Yeah, it's, I remember seeing a quote, a couple maybe I don't know when it was it's five years living at home was a blur it's and and for yeah for for comparison it was easier to get into medical school than it was to earn a living doing what I like so full disclosure to anyone that wants to go for it is but there's also it's like you said it it doesn't it's not even the first thing it's not even like I remember when I first turned down a medical school acceptance it was like it was like March 2014 just graduated college and I was like I'm going to turn it down and some romantic unrealistic delusioned part of my mind was like because I turned down the acceptance it'd be like you quitting the oil fields 
mm-hmm. some part of me was like, now everything's going to work out because, like, you know, I don't know, the universe, you know, game respects game. Well, that didn't work at all. In about a month, yeah, my, exactly. yeah. in about a month, <laughs> it's my like a wake up call. It's like, what the fuck? There's no. <laughs> there's, I thought it was going to be. Yeah, there's no game respects game. This isn't prison where I punch the biggest person. About a month later, my brother killed himself, uh-huh. and then. I started going downhill and I got into pharmacy school and then I turned down that. And what I did realize is it game kind of does recognize game. And it's like the Alexander, the uh, great quote, if you want to take the island, burn the boat, meaning you invade an island, burn your boats. Don't have an exit plan. Exactly. Don't have a plan B. Then Mm -hmm. you'll fucking have to take over. And I can see in hindsight, it did kind of, my life kept going downwards till I had to move home. And, you know, I moved 600 miles from where I was in college. So no friends, moved home with my parents, love them to death. But I mean, come on, you're 25, you move home, you're butting heads with your parents every day for five years. And I started writing and then that didn't work. And it wasn't like I tried once. I gave my all to it for a year and it didn't work. I think that's like the original thing I sent you. And then it was graphic design. And now yeah, I'm wearing one of my hoodies. Cool. Yeah. But that's not where I'm getting the money. I'm getting from the podcast and yeah. graphic design. I did that for like two years. I did graphic design school. My parents, God bless them, sent me, gave me money to go to an online graphic design school. And that, that wasn't working. But the quote I remember seeing was, find what works and then quadruple down. And it seemed at some points, writing never once seemed like it was going to work. Graphic design, I was getting better. And I, I could never find what it was for. Is it going to be a hoodie? Is it going to be a poster? Whatever. But there did seem to be a little bit of every once in a while, someone from the gym, I would show them something in the sauna. I was like a fucking used car salesman. I'd be like, hey, can I show you? <laughs> They'd be like, dude, it's like a Saturday morning. The guy's like 90. I'm like, let me show you this. Look, it's it's yeah. it's Pharaoh's. It's blue. And it's like, I'm yeah. going to call the cops. And I'm like, no, please don't. I can't do it again. And I would keep. Every once in a while, someone would order a hoodie or something. It was like, cool, but it was still, man, it was just, it was like a blue chip stock in slow motion. It really, nothing was working. Mm-hmm. But the point is, is, was, is to wrap up my rambling, is doing the podcast, just, I tracked the daily, not much, not unlike day trading, I would imagine. I have an Excel spreadsheet where I track the data yeah. from the first day. The first day of the podcast. Let me pull it up right now. The first day, and I tracked it every day for my own like mental health. I, yeah, for sure. It was. I was like, I just need to see growth. So let's see. Today is entry four ninety eight on five twenty two twenty one at five thousand one hundred fifty eight subscribers, three hundred thirty thousand views. Entry one twelve twelve nineteen zero subs, one view. All right, and yeah. I do it every single day, and that's yeah, kind of what sure. keeps me going. The point is is although there was no financial value on it, it did seem like it was starting to slowly work. I was getting bigger guests. People were telling, and not friends and family who are kind of forced to tell you you're doing good. People I didn't know would be like, yo, that's a, you got a talent, man. You're good at talking to people. Like you're an idiot, but like you're good at talking to people. I was like, okay. And that again, to tie it all back in, that was kind of like the tough love I would get from you. I'd be like, dude, I don't get it. I'm putting so much time into graphic design. And you'd be like, I'll always remember one line you said to me. And it was, I had lowered the prices to my clothes so much on Shopify so that they were selling more, but I wasn't really getting any profit. And I was like, I don't get it, man. I was like, I've sold like $10,000 worth of merch on Shopify. I've only made like 40 bucks. And you were like, you're gonna make a lot of money for somebody else. And I was like, fuck. And I was like, but I put, but it was just kind of like, you're just because you're doing it doesn't mean it's going to pay off. And I know I'm rambling, but what you're saying, what you were saying earlier is you got to find this thing. And man, the obstacle is the way my older brother sent me that book like a year ago, but it is the, there is no easy thing. I remember when I had on Mike Durant, the Black Hawk down pilot, episode 95 i remember think i literally remember thinking i was like i finally made it like the ep- podcast is gonna blow yeah, up yeah. now and it was cool <laughs> it got it got some views and he's a badass guy no one gave a shit though and then i got like a guy that walked on the moon and i was like there we go and nothing really happened from it and from what i've learned and i can only imagine it's similar to day trading is there's no episode that's just gonna make it right 
it's, oh, exactly. it takes 10 years to become an overnight success, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm just fucking rambling on now, but I think, I think there's some similarities to, to what no, you're there, Well, there. I think anything, I think day trading, fucking being a car washer, right? Anything, if you're badass at something and you're good at something, like, man, you can go on YouTube and see people with millions of followers that have like crocheting fucking teddy bears or crocheting, you know, sweaters. And yeah. it's like, there's always whatever you master, I believe, when you master something, just like you're doing your podcast now, but and then it goes back to like the obstacle is the way, like the reason you found the podcast is because you started doing your clothing. Like you went from graphic design. I remember we talked about so many different things you were trying. Yeah. And then you went to clothing and then you went from the clothing. It was probably like you're getting frustrated and it kind of makes you think. It, it's like thought generation. You sit there and you're just laying there and I'm like, why the fuck isn't this working? Why isn't this working? Like you're analyzing this data and you're like, dude, like I'm making all, putting all this work in. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. These, these sweaters, I'm doing this, but it's all led back to this podcast, right? Yeah. Like it's all the, the, the road to the podcast. If, yeah. if you wouldn't have done the clothing, who knows if you ever would have done the podcast, right? I mean, yeah. who knows? No, I mean, that's, but that's the thing a is, point. Yeah. and then you can watch the podcast and you can see how it's evolving, right? Like you can see going back to your first episode, the, the fucking quality of the camera, right? Your background <laughs> and everything. And now you've got the soundproofing behind you and this microphone and you look, you know, it's a lot cleaner. It's yeah. a lot better quality. Well, it's just, and then you got to realize too, like people think that like, I remember I made a couple of YouTube videos like years ago and it was like, just to, just to try something. I just was like, fuck, I want to try to make a YouTube video. I didn't have shit to make YouTube videos about that. I thought I didn't know what I could. I didn't even think about trading at the time. I was like, I'm going to make a fucking YouTube video on how to fix my garage door opener. My garage door is fucking broken. I was going to try this shit, but it was more just like to try to figure out like the whole video editing and trying to film and just, you know, and so it's kind of interested me. So I made one fuck it got hardly any views, right? Like that's the thing people don't realize is a lot of times you're not going to get views off one or two videos. It's going to take you hundreds of videos or like me, I don't have like some of my videos have like 10,000 views. I only have like six or seven on YouTube, but I don't spend that much time. It's not coming from YouTube per se so much. It's coming because I spend a lot of time on Reddit and other places like every single day posting things and talking to people and you're like you're at like whatever 400 and something episodes you said well after over time that's the algorithms are going to help you and then your quality is getting better your guests are getting better and then you know you never know who's just going to the more you're in that algorithm and you come up on the search it's like the more episodes you have the more people find you and then more people get interested and it's like joe rogan joe rogan started a podcast but he wasn't famous for being a podcaster right he was famous because he's a comedian and he was on fear Fear factor Factor. and and it took years and years and years for him to and then you and then ufc helps a lot right being a commentator and so it's not like it just happened overnight for him either his podcast was years and years in the making a whole probably 20 or 30 years before he even started the podcast of him doing other things yeah so it's you know it's, yeah. it's, just, it's like that with anything i believe anything that you do whether <clears throat> whether it's day trading podcasting or crocheting it, it takes a long time to get that even with day trading it took me a long time to be able to teach people. It took me years to get to that point to where I could make videos. It's not like I could have, and I mean, I probably could have just made some cheap ass videos. And, you know, there are a lot of people out there that do try to like scam people and rip people off and fake things. But I'm more just like, fuck it. I want to know something 100% that the information I'm giving is is true and reliable, right? So, yeah. and I'm about to step it up a little bit too myself. So we'll see what happens. Fuck yeah, it's it's... Uh, we'll get to that. I want to real quick rewind earlier mm-hmm. when you said, you know, education is one thing that spend money on. That's uh, yeah. A hundred percent. One thing I don't, I don't hesitate on is buying audiobooks or Kindle books. I, sure. I d- don't, I don't hesitate for a sec. I, I don't buy any fictional stuff. That's just a personal thing. I like, mm-hmm. I like for everything I'm doing to I would think of like back like organic chemistry when I would study for a test the first let's say it was a month between every test the first 20 days you're barely making any improvements but you're just getting all this this breadth of information yeah it's only in the last week that you make 90% of the the progress which is 
which is kind of like the podcast, right? The podcast is a year and a half old, but you're right. It was leading up to the podcast was two years of graphic design preceded by two years of writing preceded by two years of, you know, kind of drug use and downward spiraling after my brother's death. But it's all the very last bit, the kind of hockey stick exponential jump is the last bit with organic chemistry. You would study and study and study and your, your practice test scores were barely going anywhere. And then they would slowly start to take off. The point of me saying that is, is I always just listen to audiobooks. I wake up. That's the first thing I turn on. I turn it off. I turn it off when I meditate and I turn it off when I do a podcast, obviously, because that would be fucking rude. And then I, but then I turn it back on and it's what I listen to all day, every day, just always jumping from book to book to book because I believe that right now, instead of organic chemistry and having 30 days, I have this life. And if I just am constantly sucking in information, maybe there is that sort of hockey stick curve and it might take 10 years, but as I'm just always pulling information, you start to find these lessons in every aspect of life, whether it's you in the oil fields and going to work or whether it's it's Curtis LeMay, the, the head of Strategic Air Command under Kennedy who led World War II bombing raids but he went to night school. He had a terrible relationship with his dad. He was, he was a fucking introvert. He got bullied and he went on to become, he is the character that Dr. Strangelove is based on or in the movie. He, the quote, bomb him back to the stone age. That's LeMay bombs away. LeMay Curtis LeMay. That motherfucker was crazy, but you can find these little lessons in all aspects of life to Alexander Hamilton, to fucking Henry Ford, to, you can find all these little things. So back to what you're saying, knowledge is power. You know, it's kind of a cheesy knowledge is power, but but no, but, but legitimately, it is power. Yeah. Just wanted to make that little aside. How when you said stepping it up, because to me, I've always looked up to you. You're you're you were kind of you were successful when I wasn't, and that's not some oh you were born successful. It's like no no. It's like when I lived with my bodybuilder friend, Ivan, who was Mr. Bulgaria. He's a six foot four bodybuilder. He looks like a Greek god. You, you fuck him. But like, I remember he lived with me for a month, came to the United States. And I remember up until then, I was like, well, he's just a big, tall, handsome guy. He just, you know, no, that guy gets up every morning. We'd go to the gym. Every time I tried to work out with him, I'd vomit because he pushes so hard. But the point is, is so it's not that, oh, well can't sleep is just this successful guy and he's got some badass tattoos and like a golden AK no like I know you've got like a, a complex backstory so I didn't want to say that lightly like oh you're a successful guy when you say you're stepping it up what does that entail because I already look at you as like you do MMA I know the last time I checked you were bumping farther up on the belt or I guess the hierarchy of yeah, I still I haven't done it since this coronavirus thing oh, started shit. because well because I have a little son and like my yeah, whole view yeah, on yeah. This, I'm not going to talk too much about the virus thing because everyone has different views and all this shit and okay. I'm not I'm not a politic type guy man like I really don't talk politics to anybody I'm not I'm not I don't consider myself a Republican or a Democrat I'm just in the middle You're watching different. it all unfold uh, <laughs> my dad's a Republican my mom's a Democrat sure. so like I'm just sure I'm sure. just here man but um I try not to get involved in politics but like the whole thing as I have a little son and then this all kicked off it just started right when my wife got pregnant right so she got pregnant like last year at January then boom, we get this virus thing going on and shit right and so I didn't want to be going out there putting Bring myself out in. there if if she would have had to been on some kind of medication uh -huh. or go to the hospital, I would never wouldn't able to be in, in there with her. You know, like when yeah. even when she went to give birth, man, we went in there and they made me wait outside of the yeah. hospital when she initially went in. And I was, they said that if I would have came like a, a week before, they wouldn't even, I wouldn't have been able to be in there when she was giving birth, right? And 100%. so, and then I have this little baby that's like, I don't want him to get it. Cause yeah. you know, you can't talk to a baby, you know? So I just try to stay away from everybody sure. and everything. I haven't seen anybody in my family for a year and yeah. a half probably. Um, yeah. I really do just kind of hang out because it's amazing. I, like, I know I beat this virus, I'm healthy. There's no fucking way it's gonna do shit to me. But, but for an this infant. little baby, I don't want anything to happen to this little baby, right? So it's like your life changes when you have a kid. And no, no, I don't think anyone would do anything differently, man. I would Yeah, too. so well, I mean, some people fucking do it. <laughs> well, some <laughs> people mean, are like, fuck it. So, look at yeah, the baby. But, they're like, get right with God. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, so, no, so I've Oregon kind of stopped MMA. I love fighting. I watch, like, I love, that's my fucking love fighting. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I will go back to jujitsu once I have the uh, time, once this is all over with. 
But um, as far as like stepping it up, like, I mean, I feel like, so before I ever started with like the Reddit and stuff, but right, I'm just kind of just chilling on my own, like doing day trading, just hanging out, right? I'd post on Instagram here and there, but it was nothing special. I've never been a person that likes social media. Even when I do post on Instagram, I would post and delete the app after. Like I don't look through social media. I don't waste my time on social media, right? Like how we're talking about education. You listen to podcasts. Well, that's like me. I'm If I'm watching something, on YouTube, it's education. Yeah. If I'm when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Listening to something, it's education. It's always learning. I have this thing where I just need to learn, which is crazy because when I was younger, I didn't do give a fuck about learning. Right? Same. <laughs> like, same. But but I love it now, right? It's like it's like my drug. I love yeah. to learn and and then just take in this knowledge. So so what I've seen is started on Reddit. Um, kind of at the beginning of the pandemic, um, you know, when I started and then I just started posting and all of a sudden I start getting all these people messaging me and talking to me and asking me, well, how can I learn how to day trade? How can I learn how to do this? Right. Well, the thing is with learning all this stuff is I don't trust half the people out there that do sell shit about trading stocks or day trading or even a lot of products. You could go with there's a lot of false information out there. There's a lot of people that are trying to sell something to make money. And they're not really half of it's just fake information, right? Like, like my wife, she gardens a lot and you try to look into information on gardening. You want to try to find something like I was telling her from what I've read is that the best source of information is from like actual universities, right? There's so many people like selling courses or this or that, right? So, um, when you start going back to when I started, uh, I get a lot of messages. Then I started my discord. I have a lot of people messaging me every day, asking me this, asking me that. So, that was where my whole YouTube thing started. People kept asking and asking. I was like, fuck, I need to give these guys some information, right? So I'm not going to um, promote the people I learned from because I feel like they burnt me. I feel like a lot of times they that's what they were doing was taking advantage of me, right? Like a lot of people that are trying to trade stocks aren't trying to trade stocks because they are rich. They're trying to get rich. So it's not like they have a lot of money to spend. Yeah on these and they're outrageous to some of the shit they do like and so i was like okay i'll start making some youtube videos i've made some and then still i feel like um now i want to get into this like video editing and stuff and video and filming and stuff i've just been looking into it to interest me i think that i i think i'm pretty creative and i think that it could i could do something with it i could you know make some videos that people might watch so what i'm just talking about stepping it up i'm talking more about maybe like starting i'm trying to learn this filmography so I want to learn it and then I can use that to like help my YouTube videos. And I'm thinking about maybe starting to, you know, produce more YouTube videos myself to grow my content. And then people keep asking me about stuff. So I trade, I teach people how to trade like live on my discord, but I'm going to take a couple of weeks off or months off um, just for the summer, just to kind of hang out and take it back easy, calm down a little bit and then spend my time learning all this videography, practicing, filming, just, you know, and, and then what I'll do is I'm thinking about using that to maybe start more YouTube videos and a more creative type style of YouTube video instead of like the traditional just day trading, look at my screen, you know, like just maybe something more entertaining. But I want to step it up as far as producing more things like that. I'm, I'm writing a book. I've been writing a book for months, well, for fucking like a year, but I put it off because I'm so busy with this chat room and everything else that um, I really haven't spent the time to keep writing my book. And I think the information that I have, um, I'm not here to lie to anybody. So I want to put, I want to build a good quality book and take the time to really put in a lot of information and edit it. Right. And so I feel like I neglect a lot of that because I'm doing other things. And now that my kids like, you know, now that she's not pregnant anymore, we're getting out of this type of coronavirus type thing, uh, the COVID type thing, you know, maybe I won't have to like, I've been trying to spend a lot of time with them because everyone's just kind of been cooped up. And so we try to spend time together. So um, I'm thinking about, you know, in the next few months, you're really starting to put some time into my book to finish the book because it'd be cool to just to be an author and just to say I'm a fucking author. Like I didn't even graduate high school, man. So for me to be a fucking author, like is just insane. And it will be a good book. I can write actually fairly decent. I'll have some edit at the end, but 
it's just personal accomplishments. I'm, I've just kind of been like, for like I said, for the past few years until I got on Reddit, I was just kind of hanging out by myself, trading, spending all my time trading. But I feel like there is this um, demand for knowledge, right? And people want to know things that I know and I would like to give them honest information. So I'm going to finish writing my book, spend more time learning how to video out of, you know, about filmography and videography and start trying to implement that and make more YouTube videos. Like maybe start posting once a week or twice a week, things like that. Just because I feel like there's a demand and I don't put out enough. People are always wondering, and I want to give people good knowledge. So, I mean, it's just, it's going to help me grow too. And it's going to help other people. And, um, just start stepping up more aspects of my life. I feel like I I know a lot about day trading now. So there's always going to be tons to learn. I will mm-hmm. always continue learning, but I don't have to spend as much time as I used to sure. right, learning because I know a lot about it. So instead, I want to put my time other places and start growing. So when I talk about stepping it up, it's more about just growing in other areas of my life. Sure. Right. Instead yeah. of just in one little yeah, spot. Yeah, yeah. Instead of, yeah. Instead of one skyscraper going vertical. Yeah, exactly. Like, I was like going to say, don't put all your eggs yeah. in one basket, you know, and, and I just want to learn other things. I'll yeah. always continue to learn. And then I was, that was brought me back to something I was going to say earlier. Um, if I can fucking remember, I kind of <laughs> forgot. So um, I lost my train of thought. So, so when people, Oh, what were we talking about? Okay, we were saying something Writing, earlier about... Um, author, stepping it yeah, up. Yeah, no, about other people. Learning. So, yeah, the whole... the whole um, Going back to this... Uh, people learning all these different things. Um, I believe that, like, if you're going to put your... Like, we were talking about shooting yourself or whatever, or just giving up. Um, I believe that if you're going to go for something, don't just give up. And, or don't just go all out like and just like like you said just like go max out your credit cards on nothing right if you're going to go for something try to go for something you know like have like a an actual path you're yes. trying to follow do something productive i believe that if you're doing something productive every day and you're staying productive and you're keeping on that path that's probably the better way to like go all out right instead of just like giving up completely and just like you know maxing all your credit cards going to the casino getting drunk and stuff i just feel like I feel like when you're trying to accomplish something, you need to do it in a positive way as well, right? Like, yeah. and, like not just give up completely and just yeah. fuck it. And just like, I'm not going to, I'm going to give up on life and not do anything. I believe like, you know, give up in like a positive way, like try to do something well, you, positive. You could almost draw a comparison between that and like the bombing of like Hiroshima or Nagasaki. And I know that probably sounds insane, but bear with me. It's like, we spent two billion dollars and nineteen forty dollars on building these bombs. We used about the vast majority of our enriched material. We had a test bomb, Trinity, July sixteenth, nineteen forty five, and then we had two actual actual deliverable bombs for Hiroshima and Nagasaki. And it was kind of this was sort of the maxing out the credit cards. Like we were getting ready for a, a land invasion of Japan. It was the fame that we're going to lose a million casualties. I probably wouldn't be alive if we invaded Japan. My dad's dad was going to be sent over there at eighteen, cannon fodder. But that kind of was this. You could say that the mainland invasion of Japan was the suicide. It was going to kill a lot of them. It was going to kill all of them. It was going to kill a lot of us. You could say that the Hiroshima and Nagasaki were the maxing out of the credit cards. But it was in a way that I think you would approve with, back to Curtis LeMay. Let's say it was you and me giving LeMay inf- uh, uh, advice, which God bless if you and I advise. But <laughs> we, you got to nuke them all. It's, you got to do it. It's, yeah. But you could say that it wasn't just that we got these two nukes and it was max out the credit card. So we just threw them at the first thing we saw, you know, there's a Japanese fishing boat, nuke it. And it's like, well, that's not, it's in the right mindset of go all out before you commit suicide, suicide being the mainland invasion, going all out being the nukes, but rather take it and do it intentionally and do it to a very precise spot. So Hiroshima, we believed that there was arms manufacturing there. We knew there was a big base there. We knew there were radio and train headquarters there. It hadn't been touched by other bombs, meaning people thought it was a safe city. There was a tactical spot to it. Nagasaki was actually secondary. We were going to bomb a city called Kyoto. But the bombs, actually this is working really well for the analogy, the bombs were so expensive, so rare, and so secret that it wasn't just enough to drop them using radar. They had the, Their orders were to visually look at the city 
Kyoto had heavy cloud cover. That's the reason why Kyoto isn't the city that everyone knows. Everyone knows Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Kyoto got by because it was cloudy. So they just <laughs> went, they went, this is actually working really well for the analogy. They went, we can't see it. This is a super expensive bomb. We're not going to drop it. Go to the backup. Nagasaki, unfortunately, had clear weather. They saw it. They dropped it. But it was it was maxing out the credit cards. But it was doing it in a precise way. It'd be like, it'd be like if I maxed out my credit card so I could order a thousand hoodies. And yeah, there's a difference. Yeah, there's a difference. Like you can do that. I'm just saying. Yeah, exactly. For sure. If you're going to do it. Precision. Exactly. Like do it for a reason. Like yes. if you're, if you're thinking, okay, look, man, this is my last chance. I'm going to, if I fucking max out these credit cards, yeah. I could start a business or something like that. Right. Or, yes. but not just max out just to just give up and become a junkie and just, oh, I'm going to give yeah. up on life. Like you, I'm, when I'm talking about giving up, I'm talking about giving up, like you got to really go for something, yes. like follow your dreams. Finally, like well, don't yeah. sit there. and. That's what I mean. That's what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Sure. It's like exactly. going all out wouldn't be maxing credit cards and buying my hoodies and mail them to people that like that probably won't work. I would say maxing out would be more like putting up a YouTube video and being like, well, somebody invest in this. I'll give you half the podcast. Fuck it. Like that was sort of a maxing out and it worked. I gambled and it worked. But it's a precise gambling. It's not yeah, just, sure. yeah. So, yeah, I don't know how the fuck we got on that either. I don't know where we're going with this. I, you and I are just going off the rails here. Um, I lost my train of thought too. Um, I don't know what the fuck happened. I, I still didn't have to. There was something back there that I meant <laughs> dude, to say like three worst. times. Like, it's the, it's, it's all right. the fucking worst, dude. I don't hate it, especially when it's on the podcast. You're trying to remember your train of thought. And you're like, you're like, fuck, what is it? What is it? It's No, it's the worst. I've lost my train of thought, well, too. So Hey, that all goes back to the <laughs> mental type of aspect, what I was saying about with trading sure. or, anyway, earlier. So that's kind of like how it works, right? Like, so when you're performing, like even right there, like I've never been on a podcast. So it's kind of like you have this thought. Um, you're like, okay, I'm on video right now. Someone's watching me. And you you start focusing more on that than you're actually, than what you were initially going to say. Well, mm-hmm. with trading, it's kind of the same thing. Once you start losing, mm-hmm. right? Like if you take a couple of losses, it's like you're no longer focused so much on the trade itself. You're focused on these losses that you okay. took, right? And so they can't really help. They can't really, you can't focus anymore to actually make good trades or so on and so forth, right? So that's another thing where people, it's a mental aspect with anything, I believe. Like even right now, you're doing all right with your podcast, and I'm not saying anything will happen. But what happens if you lose an investor? What happens sure. if you hit like another spot where it's like, okay, you're losing subscribers or something happens, right? There's always going to be growth, and there's going to be tests of growth, and it's uh-huh. going to test you, and it's going to make it make you second guess yourself. Should I keep doing this? Is this worth it, man? Like I've been spending like, what if you're spending there five years doing the podcast? It's not growing how you mm-hmm. want. You're thinking, fuck, like. There's a difference between people that make it and people that give up. A lot of times when people will just give up, but a lot of times the people that make it find a way to keep it going or to, you know, keep themselves going in times like that. Like with my trading, a lot of times I felt like giving up plenty of times, but it's like, you always got to think deeper into, okay, well, is there something else I can do to continue? Like, am I doing something wrong? Right? Like, and then what you'll do is you'll figure it out in the end. It might take a while, but eventually you're fair. And that's what all these people do that are successful. They just find ways to make it work. Like Elon Musk talks about how he almost, uh, I think it was Tesla, one of his companies, he was pretty much ready to give it all up. And it was like something changed fairly quickly and it ended up working, right? It was yeah. like they took a gamble, they took a risk. And you'll find that a lot in anybody that's like successful or making it and doing something. Yeah. Yeah, there is a, there is a weird, there's also like a weird, kind of delicate difference one thing i have found with the podcast is is just side note is i don't look directly at the camera i look at the the picture of the person i'm talking to which is why my i find that that actually that helps with my train of thought a lot because it's less like i'm on camera and it's more so (laughs) i'm just kind of talking to like a fan like a a literal box fan i'm kind of looking over here that helps a lot with my train of thought um do you ever do it live what I've never done one lot. Well, YouTube would not. Yeah. Oh, that might change everything. Like imagine when it's live too, and then you got a big fucking audience watching, and it's like, fuck that. Fuck that noise, man. Well, that's that's one reason I don't do. Well, the main reason is YouTube would never let me. Well, now I think I can, but I don't do it because of that. To me, it's a 
to me, it's a it's an unnecessary risk for a, almost a non-existent reward. Why 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 would you do it live? Okay, I get maybe like Joe Rogan doing like a live election sc- sc- uh, stream yes. when he does it on a. Okay, I get that. Maybe if you did like a live Super Bowl podcast, but like to me, there's no there's no benefit to, to doing live. I'm sure some people would like it live and they can go fuck themselves. I don't give a shit. I'm not here to give them that. I'm here to give them. Well, a maybe podcast. if people wanted to ask questions or something. I'm, I'm just sure, saying, you know, sure, some yeah. people do live shit. Yeah, yeah, no, they love it. But to me, I find it's better for me. I think it's better for the guests because it's not live. It's just you and I talking. It's just us. That's it. Yeah, there's no one sure. else here. Um, Fuck, now I lost my train of thought. God damn it. Um, um, Tesla, Elon Musk uh, didn't... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's not... There's this weird fine... Kind of like I said earlier, I was like, once I turned down a med school acceptance, everything was going to work out because the universe game respects game. That didn't work. But I've also found there's this weird... Do you stick with it or do you recognize a failure? And it's a very hard... There's no black and white there, like graphic design. Do you work for two years at it? And it goes two ways. At what point do you say, I need to change tact and do something else because this isn't working? Is that just weakness disguised as, oh, well, I can't go to the gym. It's raining today versus like I've been putting two years into this and I don't think it's working. So you have to change course versus like the podcast. It grows. It has these weird right now it's it's at a loss it was at 5500 subscribers two months ago now it's at 51 you have that's losses. like that's like you're trading too yeah. that's what yeah. i mean sometimes you have these dips you might not make money oh, yeah, every no. day. Yeah. you might not make money every week but it's like the stock they yeah. go up and down the, in stair steps the big the the big picture and so what i would say with like graphic design is the big picture there wasn't even stair steps so it was like i need to change course and that wasn't that wasn't laziness that wasn't weakness that wasn't oh i can't do it it's too hard that was a sober examination of i don't think this is working versus like the podcast if i look at the the actual not just like my memory the actual data i have it shows a big picture of it going up and so for that it's like put your head down keep working it's gonna work out versus like although that's a that's a wonderful work ethic that's a great intention there's no nobility in pursuing something that actually isn't going to work. Like what I found was graphic design. It just well, even then, you could have still made it work. Probably a lot I probably, of it. I probably could have. A lot yeah. of it goes back to your mental, the mental of it, right? Like if you're seeing better results in something else, or even just like I believe that a lot of times you just have to let those things kind of work themselves out. Like yeah. it was like with my clothing company. I remember when I was like a teenager, I'd be writing ideas for like clothing companies and stuff on my walls. I had like. Or I had these posters on my walls and I'd write around the edges of like different names for different companies. Like, I've been thinking about that for years. And so finally, when I got to this point, I kind of saw some things like, man, I could fucking make some t-shirts and do this and maybe we'll see what happens. I put quite a bit of time into it for about like a year. And then it was kind of like, I just came to this point where I was like, you know, fuck, I don't know. I just felt like, okay, cool. I did this now a little bit. I've, I've been able to make some t-shirts, but it's not for me, right? I don't know why I decided that it wasn't, but I just believe sometimes it's kind of like, it just will work itself out, right? Because I didn't, I will always tell people, yeah, I just stopped making clothes. Maybe I failed, you could say, but I didn't fail because I didn't put the time into it. Like well, yeah. like I do the trading. If I wanted to put the time into it and just, but I would have had to almost abandon this to go after that because when you're putting, when you're doing something, it's like, I mean, I don't want to half-ass either one. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I want yeah. to. And that's what I was saying. It took me so long to be able to get to this point where now I can focus on other things because when I did that, I took a lot of focus off of my trading and yeah. it was like, okay, it started to, I could see that it was starting to affect it. Right. I wasn't putting the time that I needed the time necessary. And that was kind of a big deciding factor. It wasn't that I consider myself that I failed or gave up or failed or just, you know, I couldn't do it. I believe I could easily take it not easily. I could, but I could make a clothing company and I could make it work. But when you look into it, it's like the odds of it and not even just the odds, it's just, the work it was going to take. And I would have had to gone out there and like really hustle and, you know, and probably set up some booths places and set up a lot of advertising. And got, it just wasn't for me. Maybe it just wasn't something that I felt like I was interested in doing. You know? So I, I, I completely agree with you is it's, yeah, I don't necessarily view my graphic design as failing. I, I think I just decided that it, it wasn't, it wasn't for me. I, I mean, I vividly remember like the week where all the like 
my love it had been declining for a little while but i vividly remember like the week where i was just like i couldn't decide what i wanted to work on that day and i was like i don't i don't want to do this and i remember the last thing i ever made was like a depressed santa sitting on like a bench in like a snowstorm it was like the last image i made and about five days later i started the podcast it's yeah i think it was within the same week i started the podcast and so yeah i think if i was probably still grinding at at making graphic design i probably could have made it work but is that where my heart was and no i don't think it was it's you can always go farther if it's something you love because you can put work ethic into anything but if you put work ethic with like exactly involuntary love a love that you can't fake Mm -hmm. it's just it's like adding nitro to like a yeah it's nitrous to like a sports car it's just an extra kick that just you can't compete with it it is and that's how i feel about sometimes about people that like i said going to school like so a lot of times i meet people like i didn't know what the fuck i wanted to do like so i couldn't even tell you right i was like if i had to go to school for something I would have been like, well, damn, I don't really know what I want to go to school for. I did go for like a semester for like business, but I would have never been able to, like, I asked my brothers a lot of time, like, what interests you? And I don't know, I don't know really what interests them, but if they were to go to school, like my, one of my brothers is always talking about going to school or he might go back to school and I'm like, what are you going to go for? He's like, well, I'm not for sure yet. It's like, so a lot of times I feel like people just say, okay, well, look, a doctor makes good money. Um, I'll go to school. I'm good at, I'm good at school. I'll go to school to become a doctor. And then I always believe, like I've been to a lot of doctors that fucking suck. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm like, I have to say that with passion because I don't like a lot of doctors because I feel like they take advantage of people. Yeah. If I was a doctor, man, I, I would, it'd be hard for me to make money yeah. doing that because I would feel so bad about somebody. I would just rack my fucking head all night long if I saw somebody with some kind of illness and yeah. I couldn't figure it out. I would just, I wouldn't sleep. I, I already don't sleep much. I would just be fucking going, trying to figure this shit out. Like, how to help this person, right? Like I believe the best doctors are the people that are there to to care about people and they want to help them, not the ones that are there for the money, right? Like there's a big difference. You see a lot of nurses that are nurses, they're they're there for the money. But when you see like a nurse or a doctor that's there to help somebody, man, it's it's a completely different story. Yeah, well, that's that's one of the reasons I decided to turn down medical school was uh, I finally... I, I took some magic mushrooms the day I graduated and I kind of yeah. had an insight and I realized I was like, I think I really like the idea of Dr. Kerrigan with a white coat and job security. I don't know if my, I knew, I, I think I'm a somewhat good person. I knew I wanted to help people, yeah. sure. but I don't think I wanted to help people any necessarily more or less than you. It was just like, yeah. sure. But then I had like some of my closest friends, fathers or surgeons, uh, two of my uncles are, and they could have retired. They could they could have retired at at forty five with the amount of money they're making, but they were still working at sixty five. Is it because they wanted more money? No, these guys couldn't ever imagine going a day without trying to help those around them. Sure, yeah. And I so realized that that wasn't me. I was like, I viewed it as I want to help people, sure, but I viewed it as I can make this much money and then retire. And it was like that's that's not that's i think i was good at school and i think i had a good work ethic sure i don't think i was passionate about it versus i'm passionate about this i still want to make fucking retarded money but like i'm also passionate about this but we've been going for about an hour and we've yeah we've we've touched on yeah actually just short of an hour yeah we've touched on god knows what i don't even really know what the purpose of this episode was we'll we'll have to do another one and actually hone in on so hey real quick before we before we uh before we jet um i'll put in your instagram and your your company is how do i say is it cesario sicario Sicario, wall street yeah i know yeah it's it's a hitman yeah Yeah, no i know i know what it is i just didn't know how to say but wall street sicarios i'll put that in put your instagram in i'll put your reddit in there i'll send you my reddit yeah yeah i'll put that in there yeah People and, can go there and check out my wall. Like I've, every day I post like a watch list of all the stocks from going to yeah, trade know, that I day. Know. And then I do like an out an outlook. So people people like that, man, because, you know, when I first started, I didn't, that was kind of like the big problem. I was like, what the fuck to do? I don't even know what to do every day or what to trade and this yeah. and that. And if I wanted to figure that out, I had to pay people, you know, to give me the same information. Well, I don't charge shit for that. I just yeah. put it out there, you know what I'm saying? So Yeah, I feel like the way to go is 
maybe you gotta short some defense industries. Are we gonna go to war with Iran or fucking? I like, fuck if I short anything, it's gonna be tobacco companies. I fucking hate tobacco. Uh, I won't even trade tobacco companies, but I really don't even trade them because I don't want any part of that money. I, I don't fucking even believe they should even exist. But whatever. I mean, I think it's. I think you. I think the net. Not that I'm a trader at all. I feel like the next thing you'd look at would be. I wonder what material. Because I feel like the next quantum leap is like. It seems like the last like really big one was a touchscreen phone, right? Early two thousands, iPhone one. I feel like the next sort of giant leap is going to be. Um, it seems like the next paradigm shifting thing, not even autonomous cars, is going to be something like Neuralink, an actual implant into the mind. It seems like that's yeah. right. Radio was a big one. TV was a printing press. Radio, TV, cell phones, touchscreen phones. It's social media. I feel like the next huge paradigm leap is going to be the actual start to slowly implant shit into your head. I wonder what material they're using. Is it silicon? Is it some sort of rare earth metal? I feel like that's the shit you'd want to short. It might be. You're the day trader, not me. I have no idea what the well, fuck. Well, day I'm trading, about. I don't give a fuck what the company is. To be honest with you, I don't even know what half the companies are that I trade. Like that, I'm day trading. <laughs> I just look for good charts and, Trends, and good yeah. opportunities. And I trade them, but for like long term investing, it's probably what more you're, you're more talking about, like in the long term. But I think a lot of people look long term right now are looking at like solar and like you said, yeah. um, electric vehicles because. Yeah. Fuck it! In the next ten years, man, we probably won't even have any gas-powered yeah, vehicles. Yeah. I mean, well, um, this Wednesday, on a second appearance on the episode for everybody listening, is uh, Dr. Lawrence Burns, who headed up autonomous car research at GM for twenty years. He's coming back on the podcast. He's way too smart for me, which is why I'm having on another robotic <laughs> friend of mine to come the on. Middle man. Yeah, I know I am. I'm having on another friend of mine yeah. who dropped out of med school, but he now. I, draw, I, I turned down med school and started a podcast. He turned down med school and makes autonomous robots for NASA. So oh, he's, shit, that's he's awesome. still a fucking genius. I'm a moron. Yeah. He, he's going to come on to sort of be my translator because you can tell the first time I talked to this guy, Dr. Burns, I mean, it was like a it was like a moron talking to Stephen Hawking. I was like, can ambulances drive themselves? And he was like, well, it is an automobile. So indeed it can. I was like, can buses drive themselves? He was like, again, it's an automobile. So indeed it can. And I was like, fuck. So, uh, yeah, but. Yeah, point is, is, yeah, all that shit's going on. I have no idea what I'm talking about. But um, real quick before we go, did you uh, did you ha- did you make anything off uh, what was it, uh, GameStop or or AMC? I didn't even trade the thing. I I traded it a couple of days, but I didn't trade it. Like so, anytime something's getting a lot of hype like that, it's too. I late. usually don't. I usually stay away from it. It's yeah. almost too much, right? When yeah. things start hitting the news and the fucking news, you should are talking about it, and it's like. It's that whole late. GameStop thing was just a big fucking bull. Everything on the news was just complete bullshit, it seemed like. And yeah. it was like, That's- this thing was going to squeeze either way. But I think Elon Musk gave it a lot of publicity on that like, Wall Street bets uh-huh. and stuff. Which, yeah. Which Wall Street bets are like, it's here's so a weird co-opted. thing. No, you, you see so many stocks that are all, like GameStop probably would have done that anyway, whether there was no Wall Street bets or not, right? Sure. And Wall Street bets before the Elon Musk tweet was like, I think it was like 800,000 followers. It wasn't many, right? So, and you got to think, not every one of these people on Wall Street bets is just pouring money into stocks. Half of it's just entertainment. Yeah. Um, these posts aren't like, you know, they're followed by a lot of people. Once Elon tweeted about Wall Street bets, GameStop was already on my list for like a month and a half before that to move up, right? Like I had it on my watch list and uh, like on my swing watch list, thinking that it was going to move up. It was heavily shorted. I could see the pattern that it was going to go. Um and then it would have gone and probably would have squeezed anyways. He threw a lot of hype into it, like Wall Street bets and stuff. And he said, oh, he tweeted about it. And then it just brought overnight. Wall Street bets went from like having 800,000 followers to like 2 million and something. And it's like, but you got to think all these people aren't traders. They're just there because of the news. And then they're, the news is trying to hype it up. Like Wall Street bets push this stock. And there is millions of people trading in the world. Like there's thousands of chat rooms that are just like on this thing, you know, all trading together. There's tons of communities. So there was a lot of people trading it anyways. It blew it out of proportion. And whenever something like that happens and it hits like the mainstream news, I try to stay away from it, especially something that's moving that fast because um, they get really volatile, right? There's a thing called a halt. I don't know if you know what a halt is, but a halt, what happens is like they halt trading. So you could be in the middle of a trade and they will stop the trade. It's like a circuit breaker, right? So they stop the stock from being able to be traded. Well, that doesn't like you most of the time it opens up within a few minutes. Right. But I was in this one stock one time a couple of years ago, it was called Elfin and uh, I was in the middle of a day trade. So when you're day trading, you're buying quite a bit of shares, just trying to get in and out quick. 
Um, I went to exit half of my shares. I exited half and I went to get in, the, get out of the other half and they halted it on me. So I couldn't exit my shares. Well, this was not like a regular volatility halt where it just stopped for a couple minutes. Like I was sitting there waiting for it to open back up thinking, okay, when the fuck is this thing going to open back up? And then next thing you know, it doesn't open back up. And then it's like all over the news and this this guy, what he did is previously he had sold a bunch of his shares when he wasn't supposed to. And anyways, I'm stuck in this fucking halt for like a month and a half. All my money that I was in that trade is tied up. It was like a $24. Yeah. This fucking thing opened back up at like three dollars on the over-the-counter market i took a pretty big loss on that fucking thing okay. and uh so anytime something starts getting a lot of publicity or shit i try to stay away from because you never know what's gonna happen right like especially when it's something like that and like the fucking news is talking about it my friend's grandma is talking about it you know like yeah i just stay away from it right it's not but worth it to me to it's me not worth the risk to me it's sort of like i'm my own canary in the coal mine because when i hear about a hot trade as someone that makes fucking weird hoodies and does a podcast when it gets into my social media feed my sphere of consciousness that GameStop's taken off to me it's too late it's if, already too late exactly. and two if by now it's being pushed by every big company maybe I'm a conspiracy theorist but I, I start to see motive I'm like are they now they're now they're pumping it now they're and then you never know what's going to happen, right? Like, yes. like I said, what if it, what if you would have got in like three hundred a share and all of a sudden they halted that and bitch, that, yeah, and then open back up at one fifty or even lower, yeah. right? Or yeah. or it never did. What if they went to court and it's still closed down, right? I mean, exactly. Who knows? I, that's why I use that's you know I could be I could be your canary, man. Hey, no, it's funny that it's funny because I have canaries all over. It's oh. funny you say that because what'll happen is. Like with Bitcoin, when Bitcoin was at like the all-time highs, right? 60%. The next thing you know, I start getting calls from like, seriously, my friend's fucking mom. Like I haven't heard of this chick for 10 years and all of a sudden she's messaging me, asking me when people's moms start asking you about stuff and like GameStop was the same thing. I'll start getting calls and messages from people that I haven't heard from in forever and that don't trade stocks. And when that starts happening, that to me is like a signal that, man, fuck, just stay away from it. Man. I was, I I was going to say, I could be your inverse canary. You could just text me and be like, have you heard of this? And <laughs> yeah. If I say no, then that means it's still hot. It's still Go for good. it. Yeah, if yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, no, I got it. You're like, all right, run the fuck away. Tommy knows yeah. about it. It's it's done. It's over. That's the it's the Tommy principle. But um, that's funny. Yo, my man, let's wrap this one up. I got I got to pee like a racehorse. Cool, and cool. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll text you when it's up. Let's definitely do another one, man. And uh, yeah, I'll, for I'll, sure. Text me those links. I'll just copy and paste them, put them in the description. Everybody go check it out. And um, yeah. yeah, if anybody does have any questions, comment them or whatever. You could field some questions or whatever. But yeah, first episode. That was a good first episode, man. We just shot the that's shit. But, we uh, didn't talk much about stocks, but that's fine. I mean, we didn't talk about anything, man. We but talked about we, yeah, it. Yeah, that's who, cool. Who I mean, gives a fuck? But if there is something we need to talk about next time, we can cover well, it that, the next one. That would be cool, man. Well, you're the one that knows best. If if you want to like field questions or find a topic, it'd be cool to like fine hone it with someone that does have an expertise and a knowledge in this. It would be yeah. interesting. Yeah, if people, like if people have questions, I'll go ahead and ask to write them fuck down yeah. or whatever. Yeah, we'll answer yeah. them all. And if they don't, you can just pick a topic and I'll just. I'll fucking sit here like an idiot and smile, and I'll go for it. But, I mean, uh, it's your podcast, man. However you want to do it, man. Yeah, it's dude, up to it's, you. It's, it's, I don't even feel like it's mine. It's I'm in the passenger seat. I have no idea where this animal's going. It's a fucking, it's, I don't know. It's taken on a mind of its own. Yeah, but um, let's wrap this bitch up. Thank you so much All for right, coming man. on, man. Hey, welcome, man. Thanks good, for having me. Good to finally meet you. We've been, we've been, we've been texting you, as man. friends for three years. It's cool. Almost four years. It's good to meet you, my man. It's yeah, uh, good to meet you, fuck too. Yeah, and here's, here's to many more episodes. So, uh, for sure, man. Right, congratulations brother. on, I'm glad that it's taken off for you. Oh, thanks, man. It's, it's, hey, I fucking just, it's going to keep going. I got to just, I'm addicted to it and I want it to be the biggest in the world because yeah. if I can't be the biggest in the world, why the fuck am I even doing it? Why am I playing this game? But, I'm about to piss my pants because I have to be so bad. Right, man, so right, let's wrap you. this up. All right, big okay. dog. I'll see you. Right, God bless everybody. Take care. Right. Stay safe. Thanks for coming on, dog. Peace. All right, see you later.